If you're new to the podcast community and you want to start a new podcast and you're looking for a platform that is user-friendly, that has everything you need at your fingertips, that won't set any limits, that you can earn money, then I would recommend Anchor. Now, Anchor can be used basically anywhere. You could be in your car, you can be laying on the sofa in bed where you can edit, um, record, and upload. Um, You can throw in um, soundtracks, you can, I mean, everything is there for you. Now, I use it because, like, it's user-friendly and um, it is free and I find it really easy to navigate without it being very confusing. Now, most platforms, you know, before you can even try it out, you need to sign up and pick a plan. I like Anchor because I don't have to go through any of that. So I recommend it. Now, if you really want to get into it, I recommend you going to your website, anchor.fm, and, you know, signing up. Or you can download anchor.fm from the Google Store, iTunes, um, and give it a try. So don't forget to go to anchor.fm, sign up, and I'll see you all in the podcast community. Hello, and welcome to the seance room, where we communicate with our dearly departed and the occasional annoying, frustrating, but friendly office ghost. The seance room is a place where we all come to discuss everything and anything under the paranormal umbrella. So stay with us, join hands, and enjoy the episode. Hey folks, Um, good night, good morning, good afternoon, depending on where in the world you are listening to my podcast. I'd like to say thank you to all the listeners. I'd like to say thank you to the new listeners, to the current listeners. Um, Without you guys, I wouldn't be where I'm at with this podcast. I'm getting closer and closer to 1,000 plays. So please, please, please like, share, comment. Um... This podcast, my ultimate goal for the remainder of this year is to hit 1,000 and possibly go over 1,000. So I would appreciate if you all can help me out here. It would mean the world to me. So with that being said, thank you again to everybody who listens to my little podcast. We are going to discuss... The City of Angels. If you don't know what I mean, City of Los Angeles. Because in Spanish, it's Los Angeles, which means the angels. So, 
13 insanely haunted places to visit in LA. Now, um, like most of you know, I am from LA, born and raised in California, Southern California to be exact. And um, chances are I've been to a couple of these places, so let's get started. So, Haunted Los Angeles, 13 scariest places to visit if you want to see a real ghost. Ooh, sorry. Yeah, I've been watching too many um, Halloween movies this weekend. Which, if you don't know, I saw like all the nightmares on Elm Street this weekend. And I saw all the Halloween movies, which, if you don't know, Michael Myers is my favorite character in the world. Um, so, yeah. So, number one. The Wonderland Murder House. Mm, I've never heard of it. This was the site of a grisly murder committed by porn star John Holmes. Really? Okay. The story goes that he used a lead pipe to murder four drug dealers here. Did he do the society a favor? Or was he pissed off because he got gypped in his drugs? The act of a vigilante justice, or was it, inspired the Val Kilmer movie Wonderland. And along the way created one of the most haunted locales to check out in L.A. The ghosts here are angry and will sometimes push pull visitors, especially at night. Get too close to the TV and the supernatural activity intensifies. Don't change the channel. They're watching it. <laughs> Don't change the channel because they're watching it. They'll just change it back. I've had a couple do it. Now, if you ever want to go visit this location... Excuse me. I just yawned. The address is 8763 Wonderland Avenue in Los Angeles. Now, number two was actually made into a movie, I think in the 80s. It's called The Entity House in San Pedro. I think it's in San Pedro. Some haunted places to check out in Los Angeles aren't all fun and games, they're truly terrifying. I would say that. Such is the case with the house formerly owned by Doris Bither. She was a victim of incredibly violent spectral assaults by poltergeist. They would throw objects around and physically attack her to the point where she and her family fled. The poltergeist followed them to, the, to their extreme dismay. The events at this cursed home were so shocking that they inspired a horror movies. Tokujuso. <laughs> the entity released in 1981 and 2012 dramatizes the events as Hollywood usually do, does. However, there is a horrifying core to the truth of the tale. A recent visitor who consulted telephone psychics prior to visiting was advised to stay away from the home. She chose to do otherwise and since that day reports problems with severe nightmares. Um... 
Now, this one kind of makes me wonder. Excuse me. Sorry. I'm yawning. Um, kind of makes me wonder. Was it her creating the poltergeist? Was it her energy that manifest into the poltergeist? Or was it actually poltergeist? Because it says that they fled the house but the poltergeist followed them. So I'm curious to know if um, she was the one creating it. But like I said, I, I don't know for sure. Because I remember hearing about the movie um, back in 81. I was four years old, five years old when it came out so um so if you've seen the movie the entity i really would like to hear about it um now if you want to actually visit the the house the address is 11547 rod dock drive in culver city now again this article lists addresses please do not just go show up and invade people's privacies possibly some of these locations have people living there so do not invade people's privacy again do not invade someone's privacy um but that's where the haunted house is Excuse me. Damn, I don't know why I'm yawning so much. Probably need caffeine or something. The old zoo, Griffith Park. Now, I've heard about the old zoo um, in Griffith Park. How they have a lot of, like, animal cages and stuff like that. Where animals would transition through. So, I'm curious to know um, a little bit more about this. No longer an operational as a zoo. This is now a cute picnic area. Cute. Okay. Where you can see the caves and pens. Once inhabited tigers, lions, and bears. Oh my. Sorry, I had to throw that in there. At least that's during the day. So this... I guess this was like a mini zoo? Because if it, you know, had caves... And pens, I don't think it was like a major zoo like the LA Zoo. I think it was like a mini zoo. I may be wrong. At night, the old zoo is among the little known haunted places to spend time in LA. The animal spirits are active here, and their chitters and the cries are downright unnerving. Spirits can impart emotions on the living, and feeling of fear and panic permeates the zoo. Turn on the recorder and you might catch an EVP of a wolf house. Oh my. Um, very interesting. I do this. I would do this. I would. Sorry. God. Gee Louise. Jiminy Crickets. What is up with my yawning tonight? 
oh my lord um i believe there is um like a ghost tour with the old zoo um i don't know if it's haunted la or one of those ghosty tours um paranormal tours that um takes you up to that area i i don't remember um the name of the 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 tour um i saw it on facebook it was in my feed in facebook the other day so i'll have to look that up and then i'll probably put it in the next episode or something and if you want to know let me know now the address to the old zoo is 4730 crystal springs drive in los angeles okay now the next one is a silent movie theater first and foremost i didn't even know la had a silent movie theater now this is a historic theater that's has stood time since 1942 that shit must have been rocking and rolling through all the major quakes we've had especially northridge when it like fucking destroyed part of la now although silent movies or silent films as they are called were long dead and gone before the time the theater was intended to celebrate their history the later owner of the building, actor Lawrence Austin, was shot and killed by his boyfriend, who worked on as a pro- projectionist. <laughs> I thought it said perfectionist. I was like, what? The girl working the concession counter was left for dead in the shooting, but she survived and was a great help to the police. It's become one of LA's greatest scary places to tour. Ever since that day, Lawrence has appeared to young women in the theater on occasion. They say he, he's looking for the one who was present at his murder, perhaps to thank her for bringing the projectionist to justice. Um, quite interesting. Um, I gotta have to look that up. It doesn't give much information. Oh, wow, it's in the Fairfax District. It's 611 North Fairfax Avenue in L.A. Now, you want to know where in L.A. is the Bermuda Triangle. Now, you'd be asking, California does not have a Bermuda Triangle. You're not in Bermuda. Correct. We're not in Bermuda. We're in California. But the city of Beverly Hills has its own version of the Bermuda Triangle. You heard me correct. Beverly Hills the very popular 90210 has their own version of La Bermuda Triangle. Don't ask me. I'm in a weird mood right now. Something is weird about this spot in Beverly Hills. Now, um, looking at the picture, it the streets are almost like in a triangle shape. So let's see. Now, it's definitely one of the strangest paranormal places to visit in Los Angeles. But the forces at work here go beyond the ghosts and the spirits. They say it's just straight up bad luck. Now, you wonder why it's bad luck. Now, not many, ver- not many locations have bad luck, you know. 
Um, but this one is said to be notorious for the bad luck, okay? Howard Hughes crashed his plane in this intersection. Bugsy Siegel was murdered at this intersection. Jan and Dean almost died in a truly bizarre car accident. A successful publicist was killed here in the seemingly random drive-by shooting. Now, a few spiritual advisors who normally give psychic readings online visit the area in person and reported intense feelings of anger and confusion. Well, I would be angry and confused hell if my plane crashed, if I got killed there, if I almost died in a bizarre accident, and if I got shot by at a drive-by. I'd be angry. I'd be pissed. Clairvoyance often experience jumbled visions of pain and suffering. Now the story goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Like the never-ending story. Um, some parts of the world act as a, as a beacon for the supernatural forces. And it appears Los Angeles is to home of such place. Now it could be those... Um, what's it called? The landlines. And now, again, I'm going to have to look at the map with landlines. But they say if you are anywhere near landlines, spiritual activity is increased tenfold. You get a lot of UFO sightings. Which reminds me that the city of Roland Heights is notorious to have UFO sightings. So I'm going to do a story on that because that y'all for some reason love the Phoenix Lights episode. Um, So I'm going to do a UFO thingy. Um, Now the intersection that is in question is North Linden Drive and North Whittier Drive in Beverly Hills, 90210. Now, the next one, if you like museums, then you're going to like this place. Um, It's basically one of Hollywood's biggest attraction. I guess next to the Grauman's Chinese Theater. Um, but this is a staple in Hollywood's tourism. Um, but it's also one of the greatest haunted places in Los Angeles that you must see. Okay, now, although there are figures that are all wax replicas, it seems that even the ghost can't tell the difference by looking. Now, how would we know that? We don't know that. Unless you speak to the dead then they can probably tell you. Now, a woman has been seen praying on a bench before the representation of the Last Supper. Um, She's typically seen early in the morning before the museum opens or late at night. Um, When approached by security guards, she simply disappears. They say she never appears on camera, even though multiple people swear up and down to baby Jeeves that they've seen her and yet nobody can figure out who she is so if you go to the Hollywood Wax Museum 
which is located at 6767 Hollywood Boulevard in Hollywood. Um, maybe you'll come across the lady. And maybe you'll come across other ghosts, other spirits that lurk. That lurk. Lurk. Like, first, I'm yawning like up the yin-yang. I can't speak, or as I would say, I can't spoke. What the? Oh, my God. Um, the Hollywood Pacific Theater. Now, I don't know why I have to say theater. Theater, but I don't, I don't know why. Maybe, cause maybe the way it's spelled, my brain wants to say theater. And the way I think it should be spelled should reflect the word theater like ending with an R I'm weird this is why I do weird podcasts so it's um, the Hollywood Pacific Theater see what I mean no matter which way it comes out theater now the Hollywood Pacific Theater is historic swanky famous and one of the very very scary place to check out in la i believe this is part of a ghost tour also don't quote me but i think they check this place out too i'm not sure i keep they keep showing up in the feed in my facebook so i have to go back through my feed and see okay so i wonder if I find it, I'll post it in another episode or I will create a specific episode for just the Halloween tours going on in L.A. Now, this place suffers under an actual curse cast by one of the Warner Brothers evolved people. So if you all know, Warner Brothers Studio is in Hollywood. Is it Hollywood or Burbank? Anyways. And Warner Brothers, you know, creates all these crazy shit. So Sam Warner was so upset that construction didn't finish in time for the premiere of The Jazz Singer in 1928 that he cursed the place. Now, don't get me wrong. Some people don't believe in curses and feel like, you know, there's no heavy weight behind the curse now me on the other hand I throw curses out there left and right and some of them have actually happened um I kind of have to be careful what I say when I'm angry when I'm like extremely aggravated extremely hostile extremely agitated extremely raging because sometimes my mind is already in the zone that you know I kind of throw out uh, I hope you wake up with a snake in your bed and it chokes you kind of thing <laughs> I've said that to a couple people already and um, one person actually be like Denise that 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 wasn't cool because there was a snake in my not in my bed but it was in my kitchen I was like 
Oh. Okay. And then another one I threw out there. Again, when I'm in the zone and I'm raging. Like a freaking bull. I was so angry that the first thing that popped into my head was liquid. So when I threw it out, I stated to the effect, everything thy shall see in liquid form will be worms of the earth. And I left it at that. I was so pissed off and I was full of rage and anger and hatred that I took all that and I spewed it right back out. Like I said, I've had a couple made up curses that, you know, have come true. So I have to be very, very careful with shit like that. But got that sidetracked. I got I got I derailed. My tanker truck derailed off the tracks. I'm gonna get right back onto the tracks. Okay. So Sam Warner he got pissed off and he cursed um his own uh theater. Now it seems that one, it backfired, and he died of a freak cerebral hemorrhage the day before the New York premiere of his film. Now, it is said that his ghost has been seen all over the theater, especially the lobby and the offices. Now, if you want to go check it out, the address is 6433 Hollywood Boulevard in Los Angeles. Now, um, a lot of places will like the city of Hollywood is considered part of LA so they'll have some places it'll say um like um 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 the hold on like the wax museum the city's Hollywood but some some I guess some maps will say 6767 Hollywood Boulevard, Los Angeles. Um, because it falls in the city of L.A. So just be mindful that if it doesn't show up under Los Angeles, you may want to try like Hollywood um, and stuff like that. Just letting you know, because, you know, L.A. is weird that way. Now, I've talked about this cemetery before, like I think I briefly touched about it. Um, so we're going to talk about Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Again, they have the coolest movie night uh, at the cemetery. Well, they have these, you know, they'll play horror movies and you could have your, you know, dinner and a movie at the cemetery. Um, they also have these really cool Dia de los Muertos celebrations. Um, for Day of the Dead on the 1st of November. So, it's a really beautiful cemetery, mostly. Um, I go just to look at the headstones. And, because it's unique. 
a lot of cemeteries in LA um, go far back to the beginning of time. Just kidding. But to the beginning of the city. So you have a lot of detailed, um, intricate style headstones um, where you have a lot of cemeteries that are just headstones, you know. Um, there are no f- uh, flat um, headstones, you know, like the, the ones that just are on the grass. These are all intricate designs that stand up. Um, like the, who is it? The Lancashims or the Van Owens? One of those two families, which are predominantly, were very predominant back in the day, have one of those, um, uh, my God, what's it called? It's like the one that's in Washington, D.C., um, it's that pointy obelisk. Is it the obelisk? I don't know why that word came to my mind, but it's that one. It's the pointy, tall, pointy pyramid shape kind of thing. So, yeah. Um, they have a lot of those. A lot of the Van Owens. Either it was the Van Owens or the Lancashire's had those type of headstones. But diverging again i gotta get back on the track sorry um a lot of the celebrities that are buried at this um cemetery are like alfred hitchcock love the birds dd ramon um i think he was part of the ramones don't know um that wasn't my kind of genre of music. Um, those two seem to be like one of LA's most ghost infested spots. Like those two uh, plots. Now, if you want to visit, beware, you may get more than you bargain for. Um, There are numerous ghosts from the weeping woman who appears by the lake. Yes, there is a lake there too. To the groups of people dressed in period clothing. Um, The identity of the people are not known, so we don't know who they are or where they're from, what they did. Um, And they're not movie stars. So you got to kind of think like, This is before Hollywood became big and famous, before, you know, the studios began. And you had a lot of regular people who were buried in these locations. So you got to figure out, you know, were they from a predominant family like the Van Owens and the Lancashire's and the Van Buren's? Or were they just normal people? So you have to kind of figure that out. Um, could the cemetery visitors from yesteryear be reenacting the um, their lives, you know, their their old lives? Um, the graveyard staffs report seeing uh, people walk through walls. 
now this you know over time things get shifted things get moved so a lot of times you see a ghost walk through a wall well it walks through a wall because possibly maybe that wall used to be a hallway or used to be stairs so it it just depends now if you want to go to check this out um it does get packed parking's a bitch so beware you're going to have to park like a mile away and walk it i do suggest taking an uber a lift there um because the just to find parking there is ridiculous people always park way out in the boondocks and the area where the cemetery is located is not the safest area so i most definitely would uber it or lift it um just because of the location the cemetery is located in um i would not you know, park my car out in the boondocks and expect it to be there a couple hours later. Just saying, I live in LA. I kind of know what's going on. So the address for this location is 6000 Santa Monica Boulevard in Los Angeles. Now, um, this one, now it's not exactly a haunted place to visit in LA, but it's still a real, you know, like a cool paranormal thing, okay? Now, if you know who Michael Jackson is, and if you don't know who Michael Jackson is, you've been living under a rock for your entire life. The old Victorian house in Angelino Heights was featured, was featured, was featured like I'm telling you people I cannot book correctly today and I cannot stop yawning today I don't know what is up but baby Jeeves is going to help me here um was featured in the Miguel Jackson's uh thriller radio now it's the house that the zombies were pounding after they went after Mr. Michael Jackson and his girlfriend. Okay. Now, the house is a, li- a little... Oh, my God. Like I said, I cannot spoke today. The house is in a bit better shape than depicted in the video. So, it actually looks better. Um, but there's still... A thrill down your spine. Um, Now, for a little extra points there. um, If you go two doors down, you actually will encounter the house from Charmed. Because that was filmed in L.A. But... It was supposedly based in San Francisco, so it was shot in L.A., just to let you know. Um, so the, the Thriller house wasn't, isn't really haunted or anything like that, but it was in Michael Jackson's video, so I don't know why they threw it in here. They need to keep that shit over. Now, if you want to go check out this house, 
Um, it's at 1345 Carroll Avenue in L.A. Now, this next one has been converted into senior citizen apartments. Okay. This location is extremely haunted. I should know. Because both me, a friend of mine and I went there and she got scratched. So this place is extremely haunted and it's been converted into senior apartments, okay, for the senior citizens. So keep that in mind. Now, if you have no freaking clue what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the Linda Vista Hospital, which has been on almost every single freaking paranormal show out there. Okay. Now, like I said, it's one of the scariest haunted place in L.A. Now, I'm going to give you a brief rundown, okay? The year was 1991. The hospital abruptly shut down. Like, it was open and, you know, a couple hours later, it was closed. Now... Linda Vista Hospital is in the ghetto part of L.A., which we call Boyle Heights. Um, a very African, Latino um, population, okay? Now, a lot of patients that were there um, didn't have insurance, okay? Um, and that hospital had more malpractice suits than any other hospital in the world. Okay. Um, there had a, there would always be a lot of gunshot victims brought in. So they tried to figure out what caused it to shut down. But um, people speculate that it was the malpractice suits um, that were extremely high for that hospital. Um, so, in 1991, it said it was open and then it closed and they didn't take anything. So, basically, the way that hospital was is how they stayed. Patient files were all over the place. Um, Bookkeeping was all over the place. Um, patient um, personal artifacts were all over the place. I mean, literally, there was paperwork everywhere. You know, their charts. Um, nothing was taken. Nothing was moved. Nothing was properly cataloged and, you know, either off storage or, you know, destroyed. They just left everything. Equipment, desks, chairs. Um, there was a lot, yeah, it was, it's weird. Now, like I said, it was abandoned in 91 and stood like that for years. Now, this place was downright infamous for its multitude of strong and malevolent spirits who loved to toy with the hapless visitors and determined ghost hunters alike. Ghost hunters are still there ghost hunters 
I cannot spoke today. Um, today the location has been renovated to a senior senior living housing. Okay. Can you imagine all this haunted activity? All this haunted activity. And then you throw in senior citizens into the into the bunch. This basically this massive hotel was converted into apartments. Okay. Now part of the hospital remained as a medical facility. Um there is another whole separate wing to this hospital that was a psych ward. Um at the bottom level of the hospital you have your morgue. So a lot of this stuff is still there. They just converted everything to senior citizen homes. And I personally want to know how these senior citizens handle the uikukuis. Because some of those places, um, yeah, no. Mm-mm. If you want to go visit or drive by and see the hospital, the address is 610-30 South Street, South South. Mm. See what I mean, folks? This is what happens. I'm either extremely freaking tired or I'm having issues focusing on shit. And chances are I'm probably having issues focusing um, because of my depression. So please don't hate me, okay? I'm trying my best here. The address is 610-30 South St. Louis Street in Los Angeles, okay? Now, the next one, the next two, okay, yeah, the next two are based on original monsters if you have no idea what I'm talking about I'm going to tell you right now the rose garden that is owned by the one person who played multiple characters I believe he played the swamp thing I believe he played Frankenstein I believe he played the mummy Mr. Boris Karloff Yes, he is one of the original Universal Monsters from back in the day. Now, Boris Karloff, C.C. Frankenstein, I was right, was an avid gardener in his time. Okay, His gardens were so beautiful that some of his friends made highly unusual requests. They wished for their ashes to be scattered amongst his roses so they can enjoy them for the eternity. Now, a good friend of Mr. Karloff and professor of somewhat macabre taste, Boris would allow them to do this, okay? 
Now, by doing so, he created one of the LA's most haunted places to tour. Visitors to the gardens today can clearly feel the presence of Karloff's friends. They're peaceful and most agree that the haunting enhances the ambiance of the gardens. But it's creepy as hell. So, you're Boris Karloff. You have this beautiful, gorgeous garden. People are in love with your garden. And then they die. But before they die, they tell you specifically, I want my ashes to be scattered in your garden. Would you do that? Like, would you let somebody else's ashes be scattered on your property? Knowing that that might uh, cause some problems with the spirits. Now, if you want to check out his garden, um, the address is 2320 Beaumont Drive in Beverly Hills. Now, this other universal character, the original vampire himself, Bella Lugosi. Yes, Bella Lugosi. I mean, he's not my favorite character. You know, Dracula is Dracula, and Boris, Boris Karloff was the Frankenstein. And he played a really good Frankenstein. And he was a jack of all trades. He was able to play different characters. And give them different meaning. When it came to Dracula. Bela Lugosi. Will forever be known. As Dracula. Like. You will never try to figure him out. In any other role. He tried different roles. But they just didn't work. Because he was stereotyped as. Dracula. But my all-time favorite, like 100% hands down, is Lon Chaney. Lon Chaney, the Wolfman, is the best. He makes lycanthropy look so cool. Sorry. Bella Lugosi's apartment. Alright, so. Another old-time horror movie industry but like I said Bela Lugosi is famous as the man who gave life to Count Dracula now Bela loved fine cigars which he literally made a daily trick on foot to the nearby cigar shop so he can get his cigars now he died of a heart attack in 1956 and that sent the movie world especially the horror genre into a nationwide mourning because Bela Lugosi was Count Dracula blah 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 <laughs> sorry um, now his spirit gave one last spooky farewell to his fans cementing his apartment as one of LA's greatest haunted places to tour. Now remember if you go to this location be courtesy please be mindful there are people who live here. Do not disturb the people 
go take your pictures or go get on a ghost tour that has um, these locations available so you guys can take it. Okay, good. Now, um, as the hearse carried his body past the apartment, it started driving itself to the driver's shock. Okay, hold on. I gotta reread that. As the hearse carrying his body passed the apartment, it started driving itself. Okay. So you're telling me that Bella Lugosi was driving the vehicle as he was driving by his house. Okay. Now, the hearse kept going on its stately journey, but made a slight detour. Went right past Lugosi's favorite cigar shop, at what point the driver regained control. Interesting. Now, Lagosi's Bella's house is located at 5620 Herald Way in Los Angeles. And if you are an American Horror Story fanatic, this location was in the series. Now, the first season of American um, Horror Story uh, takes place in the Rosenheim Mansion and it tops the list as it's number uno for haunted places to visit in Los Angeles. Now, Number one, there's something creepy about that mansion. I mean, even looking at it in season one of American Horror Story, it's fucking creepy, okay? And looking at it in pictures, it's fucking creepy. It just oozes creepiness. It's weird. Now, all murders depicted in the TV show didn't occur here. It's impossible not to wonder what did go down here. Now, psychic sensitives have issues entering the house. Their abilities go haywire, overloading them with information. And some have been known to suffer from migraines and pounding headaches. See, I'm not the only one that gets migraines and pounding headaches when I'm on overload with the dead. I get that all the time when I go downtown L.A. Ghosts and spirits have been seen here for years, which was a large factor in the house's selection as the so-called murder house um, for season one of American Horror Story. Um, They're indistinct, but incredibly numerous. People often feel crowded and suffocated in the house, especially in the grand dining room. Now, trust me, I know what it feels like to be alone in a place, but yet feel crowded and being suffocated and claustrophobic. I get it. Trust me. I go through it all the time. So if you want to go check out the murder house, it is at 1120 Westchester Place in Los Angeles. Um... Now, if you actually want to go take a tour 
and you want to jump into the darker side of LA, um, take the tour called The Dearly Departed, The Tragic History Tour of Los Angeles. Now, it's a death tour. And it's about two and a hundred, two and a hundred, two and a half hour multimedia bus excursion and investigating the infamous houses and locations where the city's most famous stars met their demise. Now, on your tour, you'll see places where death claimed some of Hollywood's famous celebrities throughout Beverly Hills, Hollywood, and Sunset Strip. Hey, you never know. You may go to the Viper Room where um, River Phoenix overdosed. So you never know. Macabre, dark, and thrilling. The Dearly Departed Tour. <clears throat> Sorry. For some reason, I can't speak tonight. What the fuck is up with that? Um, it has been featured in Anthony Bourdain's The Layover and E. Hollywood's Death Trip. So, don't forget to check them out um, and see what you have. Again, I reiterate, a lot of these locations probably have um, people living there. So, be mindful and respectful of their privacy. Um, Don't go showing up and be like, ooh, ah, you know, and cause a scene because they will probably... Um, call the cops on you and you probably go to jail and shit like that so a lot of these places are most definitely on my bucket list Um, but those are 13 insanely haunted places except for the Michael Jackson thriller house so it should technically be 12 insanely haunted um, places to visit while you're in LA and I'll probably do another episode um, just on haunted look, uh, haunted. Denise, speak correctly. Um, on haunted uh, ghost tours, so you guys can have at least some idea of what's out there. But other than that, um, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Again, uh, don't forget to like, comment, and share. It helps. Um, it helps me reach my goal, and I'm not forcing you to do anything. But if you care to donate and uh, help out the podcast um, with the donations, I plan on you know getting better equipment. Um, probably getting some uh, stuff that I can use for the podcast and recordings. Um, So with that being said, I wish you all the best of luck. Don't let the boogeyman get you tonight and you all sleep tight. Have you ever wanted a podcast that um, is multifaceted? Um, that your hosts are cool and down to earth you know they talk about everything under the sun including the kitchen sink but they also are 
real, you know? Well, let me tell you about table muscles. Now, Rob and Wolf are co-hosts, and Rob is a good friend of mine. Um, they have a really cool podcast that, um, like I said, covers everything, you know? They do conspiracy theories, they do um, shout-outs, they um, support uh, an, uh, an organization or an awareness um, for the month. Um, if you um, are um, going through a rough time, you know, they make themselves available. You know, you can hit them up with a direct message on Insta, their Facebook page. Um, I don't know if they have a Twitter yet. Um, but they're a really cool podcast. Two really down-to-earth guys that um, keep it real, you know. They're there for you. Um, they talk about a lot of different things. So their podcast has a little bit of everything. Um, make sure you go check them out. It's Table Muscles. They're on every platform. They're on social media. Um, let them know that uh, Miss Hyde from What the Paranormal sent you. And um, go show them some love and, and support. They're fairly new. But, you know, let's show our support and um, they have a little bit of everything so you know they may have topics that you really enjoy so go take a listen and see what they have don't forget they're called Table Muscles and they're on uh, social media and um, they um, are on all the podcast platforms and don't forget to tell them that Miss Hyde from What the Paranormal sent you over. Thank you for joining us in the seance room. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. And I would like to thank all our new listeners, all our current listeners, and all our future listeners for joining us. With that being said, Please like, share, and subscribe our podcast. We are on all platforms from Apple to Spotify to CastBox, soon to be iHeartRadio. So you can probably find us on all uh, podcast platforms. If you have any stories you'd like to share, please go ahead and email us at whattheparanormal1977 at gmail.com. We'll take a look at your story and we'll read it. If you would like to follow us on social media, we are on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also leave us a message via the Anchor app. The link will be listed below. And with that being said, we close the seance room. And we hope you all have a good day and keep it ghosting.